0: What's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 141. I'm you drink and Swags is here, and we got an extra special guest, Mr. Dave Richard of the Fantasy Football Today Podcast,
1: CBS. What's up, fellas?
2: How's it going? Gentlemen. Yeah, bring Dave in. What is up, Dave? How's it going?
1: I'm uh, I'm getting psyched for the draft. I just spent my day watching uh, Hakeem Butler, A.J. Brown, and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Now I gotta oh, figure right. out which one I like the best of those three.
2: Oh Jumping you're gonna leave us hanging. I love it, you right? you have to figure it out. You're not gonna tell us who I, you liked.
1: I you know, we can talk it out if you want to. I haven't I, the problem is that I don't think I've seen enough of White Side. I think I, I haven't I'm seen sorry. that much of Brown either, but I think that I I think if you see one Brown game the way that he plays, you probably have a pretty good idea of everything he can do. I've watched yeah. enough Butler to know what his strengths and weaknesses are. So I I just think I'd be doing you a disservice if I threw up a ranking of those three guys. Even I don't know what it is at this point. I I I'll, I'll I'll say this. I like all three. I don't think there's a bust in that.
2: So is there nice. what about landing spots then? Or is there a team that you're you would like to see a wide receiver go to that might might change that for you in the blink of an eye? Okay.
1: Well, the the first thought that I had was that AJ Brown would be an unbelievable replacement for Randall Cobb. And I think the Packers had such a hard time finding that number two guy next to Devontae Adams. I think Brown would be perfect. He runs really great routes. I, just, I think he's so quick, and he accelerates quick, and he's got great hands. I think he would be a tremendous fit with the Packers to, to take over for Randall Cobb. I, I think with guys like Butler and uh, Arcega Whiteside, and you could put DK Metcalf in there too, these are just giants that are going to graze on the, on the sideline and go downfield. So wherever they end up, I hope it's with a, a good quarterback, of an aggressive offense, and c another receiver on the other side. I don't know if any of the three are going to be good enough to be number one guys in the NFL. Uh, certainly you can say that for our Sega white side. I don't think he'll be there. I think Butler and Mech have had a chance to eventually get there. I don't think it'll happen right away, but I, you look at a team like the 49ers, I really like Dante Pettis a lot. I think that he's perfect in the slot for them. They need an outside guy. So one of those three, if they go to San Francisco, I think that Garoppolo uh, would would certainly benefit from having that player there for the next couple of years.
0: You think there's a good shot at at least maybe two of those guys still being there in the second round for sure, if not being able to wait a little bit longer. You no, know, even oh, third ahead. round for yeah.
1: them. So yeah, well, I I, mean, I don't know enough. Of, again, I don't know enough about Arcego Whiteside to. Say if he's not going to make it to round two, uh, I'd be I would be surprised if Butler did not get picked in round two, and I would be yeah. stunned if Cass. I, I I think I do think that like between thirty three and fifty is where these guys are going to go. I don't know if I I don't you know I'm not I don't have a full big board. I, I don't watch defensive yeah. players after the drafts, so, but I know that there's a ton of really good pass rushers in the draft. Uh, I, I I don't know if any of them are good enough to be a first round pick. But I think Butler and Metcalf for sure are, our second round picks. I think Brown for sure is a second round pick. And, you know, once I really get a good feel for our take a side, I'll know where he goes. And then, I mean, there's still a ton of other receivers that are in this draft class. It's not just those four. These are just the four that I've seen. I'm a little behind if you couldn't tell. Let's say you're, you're
0: in some of our talks back and forth. You're, you're just jumping into wide receivers, but you feel like you got a, got a good stronghold on the running backs coming in this year. Or at least you've done your homework there.
1: I, I've done. I've 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 studied ten guys there. There's a couple more that I'll get to after the draft. But yeah, I, I feel a lot better about the running backs, and that's the most important position in fantasy football, anyway. Oh man.
0: Oh man, you're one of those. So i just gonna like
1: that's you a lot I've, I've been doing <laughs> this. I'm too old school, man. I'm old school. I've been doing this since the '90s. So of course I'm gonna say something like that.
2: And, and like, Look. and that's just it. Like, and obviously that strategy got a little bit easier when all these people are going zero RB and they leave those running backs for the more intelligent people like yourself. But even now that people <laughs> are getting more back into the running backs, it's for me, there? that strategy never went away. Like the, the wide receivers that I was able to get, obviously that pool was a little bit weaker, but I've been, always been happy with a wide receiver twos, the wide receiver threes, and hoping for that upside. So man, sure, go running back. My theory-
1: my theory is a: it's easier to replace a receiver than a running back, and b: you can trade anybody in fantasy football. But the the most expensive commodity. Maybe it changes in PPR leagues when you've got to start three receivers. I think running backs are still like the gold of yep. fantasy football, and receivers are the silver. Yep. And then that that could also change though, because I think tight ends, at least the premium ones. They might be, uh, you know, if I can't say gold, I can't say So maybe they're the Bitcoin, where they're just these guys that have incredible value. And, and I think that they're going to, I don't know, man. I feel like the top three tight ends in fantasy are going to end up helping people win leads. That's because one or two of them will
0: make you millions and the rest are going to make you broke. I hear you. I like
1: I like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I literally you. just came up with that off the top of my head. So I <laughs> may end up using that again off the okay. credit to drink minimum. There you, know. you go. That's, that's why you're a professional. So let's, <laughs> let's
0: let's jump into this in a little bit of those running backs and, and keep on that theme that I guess running backs actually do matter. Which running, backs <laughs> draft, which running backs drafted and in which situations do you think would warrant the 101 in your rookie pick coming up this year? It's such a wide-heavy well, class. Everybody wants to put those up there. Where Who are the guys and are there landing spots that you would be like, yep, it's 101 for me. Let's roll it.
1: Uh, Tampa Bay. That would be the first landing spot. If, if one of the running backs that I liked ended up being the starter in Tampa Bay, uh, I, I could certainly find myself falling for it. I know that people are linking Philadelphia and Baltimore to running backs in the first round. Uh, not, not for me that, I don't know if that would get the job done for a 101 pick in the dynasty. How about Oakland? I think Oakland would also be, if, if, call me crazy. I don't think Isaiah Crowell is the future of the running back <laughs> for the Oakland Raiders. So if the, if the Raiders, Let's say the Raiders spent the 27th overall pick on Josh Jacobs. That would lead me to believe that he's going to have a real good chance of starting for them. Yeah, not fair. I, I think, you know, in September, he might not get – you'll see a lot more Isaiah Crowell, but as you get into October and November, I'd like to think that Jacobs would have a real good shot at being cl- over 15 touches per game, maybe getting on the fringe of 20, because Jalen Rashard is still there too. Um But feel like Jacobs is Bucks. my number one running
2: and, I, and that's just it. I feel like if the Bucks drafted Josh Jacobs, they'd probably start Jaquiz Rogers. Or <laughs> start. <laughs> it, it, it just seems like a weird curse. Yeah, like Jones would get his shot. They'll finally play Ronald Jones. I don't know. It just seems like a cursed situation. Yeah. Like I agree they need to do something there, but man, I'm afraid to invest in that backfield.
1: In the Tampa Bay backfield?
2: Yeah, I really am.
1: Yeah, I'm not, and the reason why is because there's a whole new coaching
2: team Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I,
1: you know, on one hand, I'll certainly give you that Peyton Barber has the build of the type of running back that Bruce Arians likes. Think back to, from David Johnson all the way back to guys that he was running with in the Steelers days, I I think that that's the kind of build that he likes, but I don't know if he's got the skill set that Bruce Arians wants. I think Arians wants a three-down guy, someone that they can keep on the field, have versatility, and and not tip off what the play is going to be, so he doesn't have to have a running downs guy and a passing downs guy, and the defense is going to know. I think Bruce likes having, especially a guy with good hands. So that's a that's a backfield where I think we will see a good fantasy rookie running back at some point in the year, whether it's Jacobs or you know one of the. good... There, there are so many running backs in this class that I think are good players, but just not complete players, and yeah. that's the that's the that's the flaw with the class. And that's why I totally get it when you say that pick one hundred and one in a dynasty draft might have to be a receiver, or it might, depending on where Hawkinson ends up, it could be him for crying out loud. But I think Ooh. I want
2: the running back too, though. I think I want the running back with my favorite landing spot.
1: Maybe it just—it really—it's it, it, got to be that. The problem is that there is no slam dunk, there is no safe one Bark. So there, there's in seasonal drafts, you're not going to have that rookie running back. Pop up in as a top fifty pick, I think they're all going to fall past.
0: And in dynasty
1: drafts, it's just it's got to be the right fit with the right back. You know, I'm not uh I'm not big on Rodney Anderson. I'm kind of so-so on David Montgomery. And if they end up in Tampa Bay, call one of them ending up in Tampa Bay. Um, I I would be a little disappointed. I don't know if I would spend the one hundred and one okay. on them in Tampa So to me, it comes down to fit for the running backs. Whereas the receivers, I just have the feeling that. It almost doesn't matter where the big guys go. They're going to end up, they'll they'll either be in a spot where they can flourish right away, or they're going to be in a spot where it's going to take, you know, a year, two years for them to really get to that point. And then you've got a bunch of slot receivers that could end up getting 50 catches in their rookie year, but I don't know if that's going to mean great things for fantasy over the long term. I don't know if there's a superstar in the class.
0: That's fair. So you, you have Josh Jacobs as your number one running back, which I like. I'm, I'm on board there. Seems like you might be down on some of those, you know, quote unquote, consensus next kind of tier guys. So, who's your next running back in that mix? Or is it just because going to
1: Tampa and not being that complete back? Like you have it, Miles it, Sanders up there? Who, who you got? Next? Miles Sanders is up there. My number two is Damian Harris. I just, I love the film on him. Okay. Here. Yeah. I think he I think he can play three downs. I think he's got I'm good pass catching abilities. I like the quickness, I like the power. Um, I like the mindset. Like, one of the things that we never talk about with these players is just what, what what makes them tick. You watch these interviews, and Alabama players, they're getting interviewed left and right. This dude just seems like a warrior. He seems like a football player that most of the coaches would love to have on their team. Seems mature, looks mature. He's got a really, really, you know, looked at him at the combine, really, really well-sculpted body. I think he can plug into a team right away and be a starter. If he ended up in Tampa Bay or Oakland, I would, uh, I, I would have to consider him as a top of the top, maybe not 101, but maybe 102, maybe 101. What if Josh Jacobs ends up going to Philadelphia where he's going to have to end up splitting carries? I think Damian Harris has a chance to be the 101 on my board. Um, uh-huh. And I really, I really like his skill set. And Miles Sanders is number three for me. Uh, okay. I, I think that he should be a complete player. I think he's got a little bit of the lack of, workload that Josh Jacobs has, which I like. I want a running back who knows what he's doing and hasn't had the chance to prove exactly. it over and don't again in college. Sanders has that because he was Saquon's backup. He's not yeah. as good as Saquon, but no one's as good as Saquon. So exactly. I, 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 I think he's – you know, I said that I don't know how many complete running backs are in the draft. I don't know if Miles Sanders is
0: complete yet,
1: but I think he's got a chance to get there, and that's why he's third for me. And then after that, I I really believe that all the other running backs um, just have some flaws that keep them from being, you know, a, a superstar right away. It, it would have to take a special situation. You know, opportunity, opportunity matters more in fantasy football than talent does half the time anyway. So Josh Jacobs could go to, I don't know, pick a team that you wouldn't expect him to go to, Cleveland. And, uh, you know, Chubb gets hurt, Hunt ends up being suspended for the year after, you know, he gets in trouble again. And now he's Jacobs has an opportunity in the offense. That matters a little bit more than just us saying, Well, he's a great player now, but what if he goes to a team where he's in a you know three headed type well, of I was strategy? gonna
2: say the Chiefs. Like are we just uh, assuming that it's yeah. gonna be Damian Williams in Hyde now or
1: I don't that, that's a we're gonna find out just what the Chiefs think of Williams on draft yeah. draft days. Yep. Because if they don't if, if all they do is assign a running back as an undrafted guy or they draft one in round six or seven you know, I, I think that tells you that they're going to go to war with Damian Williams as their main guy, and Carlos Hyde backing him up. I did a mock draft today. I did a PPR mock draft today, and I got Damian Williams in late round three, maybe middle of round three is the best. Let's see, seventh overall, so the seventh pick in round three. Mm-hmm. Team. Uh, I was happy with it, but I knew that I had to get Carlos Hyde to go with him. Yeah. Now, if, if I had to... If I have to get Williams, Hyde, and another rookie running back for Kansas City, I'm not going to feel good about that. I don't want to draft three guys to the same team. I don't care where I'm thinking to draft. And it's so hopefully crazy, Andy yeah. Reid just buys it. Yeah. Hopefully Andy Reid's going to tell us what he thinks of Damian Williams on draft.
2: And even like in the fantasy world, like a month ago if you did that mock, you probably would have had to get Damian Williams in the second. And just with the yep. draft coming up and people speculating the – that it may happen that he's lost so much value.
1: I agree, and and it all happened when Carlos Hyde got signed.
2: Yep. That now too. I I I go happen Hyde. to
1: like Carlos Hyde. I think Hyde is a good running back, but even I'll admit that he lost a little steam last year. Um, even you go back to Cleveland, his fantasy value was propped up by his touchdown.
2: Yeah, and he his was averaging under
1: four yards to carry, and then I don't think he wanted to go to Jacksonville, and once he got there, I think he hated it. And it just came out in his play. So I don't think think he's as bad as he was in Jacksonville. But I don't know if he's much better than what he was in Cleveland. The difference now being that pretty much any running back in Andy Reid's offense is going to be good. And uh, if if Williams comes out stinking, I want to have Carlos Hyde ready to go to replace him. Because I think Hyde can be serviceable for fantasy in that offense, pretty much any running back can be serviceable
0: to fans. Yeah. Do, do any of these running backs this year match up with the running backs from last year, not named Saquon? Are there any of these Jacob Sanders, your top mm. three, Damien Harris, do you see any of them you know, are are they comparable to Sony or do you think they will be again? Like we don't know the landing spot, but just, just in this point of your evaluation, are, are they close in grades to what you were looking at last year outside of those top guys? Or, or
1: yeah, we're, how far we're do you way go?
2: down. Like, how do you rank those guys? Like, guys yeah, Sony, uh, Chubb, I, I carry was, on?
1: I was a, right. So I was a big fan of Chubb and Sony. Um, I was nervous about carry on because of the injuries and the workload, um, I'm kind of blanking on some of the other rookie running backs that were out last.
2: Well, you had Royce Freeman. Guys that we never Jones. really saw,
1: but
0: yeah, both Broncos. I, yeah,
1: yeah, so Lindsey kind of fits into this in that I, I, when I remember watching him, I thought the best he'll be is a third down back because the Broncos just won't want to put him in an every down hole.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I
1: thought when I watched him in the preseason. Uh, and that's kind of what was relayed to me from a buddy of mine who works for the team was that Philip Lindsay's good, and they know that he's got pop, but just don't know if he's really going to overtake Royce Freeman or Devontae Booker, and what ended up happening is he was, like, supremely efficient with his, with his carries. And so he,
2: fast. You know,
1: then he, yeah, he's, he is really, really fast, and they just they had no choice. They had to put him out there, and he did, he did well for them. But he wasn't I, – I would not have described him as a complete back um, coming, into, coming into the draft. So, so in so- that way – that way he fits into this draft class perfect. And the same thing with Royce Freeman. Uh, I didn't think Freeman was a complete back. Um, you could probably list off the names of a couple other running I've backs. Shot, and I didn't love Penny. I really didn't. I felt like he was a system guy at San Diego State. Uh, and in the flashes that I saw this year, I was impressed with him. And I'm, I'm, I've, already, I've been Team Chris Carson for a long time. So seeing Seeing Penny get taken with a first-round pick and now knowing that Penny is going to have to end up, they're going to try pushing him into the lineup. You can just kind of tell with them that that'll happen. I did get Penny. What round did I get him in? I think I got him in round nine in our
2: PPR draft
0: today.
1: I was shocked.
2: I mean, does that draft capital mean anything to you that that Seattle spent on him, you know, like alone?
1: It depends on the team. Some teams, they'll admit that they made a mistake and they'll move on. I think Seattle is going to try and give Rashad Penny another chance to not just complete, not just compete, but overtake for the, for the starting job, which makes people nervous to take Chris Carson. I think you're going to see Chris Carson and Rashad Penny on a lot of the same fantasy teams, but like I, like I do with plenty of tandem backfield situations, I'll chase the cheaper guy than the main guy. And unless I'm getting Chris Carson in round four, I'm going after Rashad Penny in round nine when the draft capital for me, is not going to be, that steep at all. The price tag is going to be inexpensive, and I'll take that for Rashad Penny. I do expect him to get... um I, I, Listen, I, I think Seattle is going to be fine giving Chris Carson the starting job, as long as he earns it. But it doesn't mean that he's going to get more than 14, 15 touches a game, and Penny will get the rest, and this is a team that wants to run the football. And throw it to Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Once in a while, they throw it to Tyler Lockett, and he catches, like, 10 touchdowns on... However many catches he had last year. He Did had a, get, a really good year
2: last year. Get your Will Disley now while everybody's sleeping on him. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how, about uh, Seattle,
1: how about Seattle is one of the teams that could go out and get one of those tall outside receivers? And yeah. then we'll cry. We'll cry about it.
2: I mean, they need to, man. Baldwin's, 30 targets Baldwin's all done. Seat, yeah. Pass.
1: yeah. Like, <sighs> that's, that's the last place you want to see D.K. Metcalf or Hakeem Butler come. You know? <sighs> all right, Dave. I uh, I know you're a busy man,
0: and I'm glad that we got to spend the time we could. But I do want to get to this two-minute breakdown if we got time real quick, and yeah, uh, and, I'll, and I'll get you out of here. So uh, for you and anybody else listening, because you saw Dave was on, and that's that's, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, this is a two-minute breakdown. Me and Swax came up with 12 uh, random questions. Dave's gonna answer as fast as he can. I'm looking for first initial gut reaction. You don't have to do a lot of thinking here. And unless okay. it's a really stupid answer, I'm not really gonna hold you to it.
2: I will, though. I, I hold you to it.
0: Yeah. All right, that's but, fine.
2: All Thoughtless right. answers. And now, your
1: two minute break time.
0: Keep, trade, cut. Pro baseball, pro hockey, pro basketball. Basketball,
1: I'm keeping. Uh, baseball, I'm trading. Hockey, I'm cutting.
0: The national animal of Scotland is blank. Uh, <laughs> turtle. A unicorn. Duh. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Mahomes should... Be drafted in what round of redraft this year?
2: Three.
0: What's the first concert you ever went to? R.E.M. Ooh, nice, nice. Are there are there any lost episodes or just episodes y'all weren't really driving and ended up scrapping for CBS Fantasy Football today? Any hidden gems out there? No. <laughs> All right, you are. Well, you can
1: still find the uh YouTube. Video of me and I eating each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it is out there, and it is ridiculous. Hell yeah.
0: Superflex, Superflex Dynasty. Carson Wentz or Nicholas Chubb? Oh my goodness!
2: Now I got to sit down and
1: think about that one because I love
2: both those guys. You can take the back. Chubb. Yeah, I, I will take Wentz. I'm Pack. not supposed to answer, but I, I had yeah. to. <laughs> you okay? Okay.
0: Dave, not Flex, You're building an NFL team. Rank these quarterbacks around who you'd want to build it around: Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, Josh Rosen, <laughs>
1: Trubisky, falls, then a lot of space, and then Josh Rose. <laughs> what will be
0: the biggest surprise pick of the NFL draft round one?
1: Biggest surprise pick? There will be a Division Two player no one's heard of picked by the Patriots. <laughs> That's about right. Who is the current active
0: receiving yardage record holder in the NFL? Uh, is it Larry Fitzgerald? I have Julio here, but I'm going to play Swag's on an answer. It is How many wide receivers will be drafted in the first... Out. We're still going to get these last ones. How many wide receivers will be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft? Of the
1: NFL draft? This year's draft? First round. One. One. It's one, it's one we didn't even talk about.
0: Oh. Nice. Give us, a- give a- us a- that a- on the way a- a- out. D.J. A- a- Brown. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Ooh, and the injury. I like him. Bold. Dynasty rank. DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Corey Davis. Uh, In that order. Moore, Williams, Davis. Last question. Would you rather be the only idiot in a room full of geniuses? Or the only genius in a room full of idiots? Uh, only idiot in a
2: room full of idiots. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> then uh, at least you'd you feel smart, you know? <laughs> well, maybe I would get smarter yeah. by by
1: listening to what the geniuses have to say. They say you can learn something from everybody.
2: <laughs> you definitely, definitely, you definitely wouldn't be overthinking it, though.
1: No, I, I, I would probably just be like, I'd be that guy, like, eavesdropping in on conversations, and then, like, They'd be describing, like, you know how they found this camera that could take pictures of the black hole? Some, like, (laughs) super Nobel Prize scientist would, like, give a whole explanation of how that works. And I'd be there, and I'd be like, yeah! (laughs) That's what I was gonna say!
2: (laughs) I would would play the shit out of it now that I think about it, and just have make everybody wait on me, and really play stupid. (laughs) 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 Well, Dave, I appreciate you coming on, buddy.
0: Maybe we can do it again down the road at some point. Much love. Love your show. Go ahead and plug for some stupid reason. People listen to us and not you. That doesn't happen. Where do they find you? Where do they find you? Where can they download all your stuff? Check this dude out.
1: Well, let me let me plug something that maybe everybody hasn't quite seen yet, and that is CBS CBS Sports HQ. This is our new live 24-7 streaming sports news and analysis site, and it is huge on fantasy, not just fantasy football, but fantasy baseball. You can't watch an hour of it without coming away with something that will help you win your league no matter what sport you're playing. Um, CBS Sports knows that people play fantasy. They know that they gamble. We're trying to help you win money. We're trying to help you win your league. And we're trying to help you feel like the genius in the room by giving you smart analysis on what's going on in the world of sports. And the best part about it is that it's always on. It's totally free. You never have to sign up. You just have to go to cbsportshq.com and stare at a screen, and you'll be watching CBS Sports <laughs> HQ. It is literally that simple. Even go hockey. to the website, uh, even hockey. We've got hockey information on there that you can use to, um, you know, whatever. Let's make that guy the
2: dumb guy in the room of geniuses, though.
1: May, we might have to do that, but CBS Sports HQ will make you very smart on sports and uh, it'll help you shut up other people who don't know anything about sports <laughs> and it's totally free so yes you can listen to me on the Fantasy Football Today podcast and read myself on CBS Sports.com. but you can also be a better sports fan by watching CBS Sports HQ awesome
2: I'm That's what's at up. underscore swag I'm
0: at FL oh. and at FF underscore breakdown and that was Richard,
2: CBS. Oh, Get yeah, out. thanks a lot, Dave. That was awesome.
0: You got it, guys. That was fun. You guys are fun. Hey, bonus <laughs> question, real quick. You have to permanently sure. move. Permanently move. Your family and everything. You can pick Michigan or Florida. Where do you
2: go? <laughs> I already live in Florida. <laughs>
0: exactly, because you're a smart man. So
2: now you got to move to the Dirty Mitten.
0: No, he doesn't. He's there already.
2: No, I don't. I'll move somewhere else in Florida <laughs> if i got to move. I'm like, not going Florida. to Michigan. Come-
0: Come up to St. Augustine, Dave. We'll track a beer.
2: Awesome, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Thank right. you. Later.
2: That, that was a dirty question, the Michigan-Florida thing. <laughs> you expect nothing less
0: from me, dude. Did Dave go?
2: If for some reason <laughs> you haven't, go check out Dave. Do it now. Yeah.
0: CBS Sports HQ. Check that out. I'm gonna go stare at it so I'm not an idiot. I can become a genius. Surrounded by idiots.
2: That's that's the hockey. We gave that to the hockey guys, dude, so none of us had to take that.
0: Go Lightning!
2: Not hockey. Lightning!
0: Not gonna bring the Stanley Cup home again.
2: Peace out, Girl Scouts.
0: (laughs) That's gotta be the end. (laughs) That wasn't bad, dude.